0: Hello. How are you today? I am good. I'm good today. I am currently sitting on my bed, just hanging out, just chilling, just straight vibing over here. I have realized as I've started doing this podcast, like, I've always, well, not always. I don't know if I've always been like this, but I guess at least, like, for the past several years, recently, I have been a person who can take a topic and just, like, talk about it. Like, I will just make up opinions as I go, okay? Like, I can talk about stuff. And that's part of the reason why I started this was because I just like doing that. But I've realized that doing the podcast every week, I find myself wanting to tell people things, you know? Like, I want to, like, talk with my mom about something and be like, oh, I need to tell her about this. Then I'm like, well, I should save it for the podcast first so that I feel like talking about it. Because here's the thing, telling the same story over and over again is exhausting. Like the first couple times, if it's an exciting story, it's like kind of fun. And then after that, it's like, okay, do I really have to dedicate the next 10 minutes of my life to say this all over again? So that's something that I, I was just thinking about today. I was like on my way home from class. And I was like, I should call my mom and tell her about this. And then I was like, nah, I should do the podcast first. So I just want you to know that you listening are all hearing this first, okay? Um, And that's the case with a lot of things that I share, so... because of my life because i'm excited about the this lesson and i don't really have anything to update you update you on this week so let's get into come follow me just right off the bat okay this week's come follow me lesson really resonated with me when i was when i was taking a look at it earlier and writing out the outline i just really connected with what it was saying. It's just something that I have experienced recently. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm like being, I'm being very cryptic right now. I'm like, so it's just like something that really pertains to me because of just like some stuff that's been going on in my life. Okay, that's not what I'm doing. I'm going to talk, I'm just going to get in that later. Okay, we're just going to start. We're just going to go right into it. Okay, so one of the lesson themes is that... Jesus Christ is the true light and the son of God. All right. And the, okay. So the scripture, like the chapter, the scripture that's part of the lesson theme is John chapter one. And I read in preparation for this, John chapter one, verses one through 18. And I'm going to be honest, like when the lesson was like, you should read these and then like question, have you know, answer these questions about it. I was like, okay. That just never really sounds like a good time to me, but I did it. And two verses in, I was like, this is one of, like, the coolest, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Excerpts of scripture I've ever read. So I'm going to read you the first five verses of John 1, but the entire section, like, John 1, 1 through 18, is absolutely just beautiful, okay? It's like poetry. It's just john basically stating truths about the Savior, but it, it's just really cool, and I can't really explain it any other way. So, highly recommend reading John 1, 1 through 1-18. Here's the first five verses, okay? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not okay read the rest of it because it's good okay so i want to talk about verse four it says in him was life and the life was the light of men and that's pretty much what we're going to be just talking about today for the whole episode is the light of Christ. And I want to talk about a time, recent, like very recently, that I felt the light of Christ because we can feel the light of Christ on a regular basis, okay? And we have the light of Christ within us. We're all born with it. And we have access to it. And we can share it among others. When we are feeling like our lives are dark... The solution to that is the light of Christ and finding the light of Christ and I had an experience that had me feeling pretty dark and the light of Christ came at a really opportune time and so I'm gonna I'm gonna start by talk sharing this personal story okay recently um something just kind of bad happened to me a little bit um life was a bit of a bummer for a second because, um, I was hurt by someone that was pretty close to me, and I was honestly, like, really wounded, and I was really, really angry at them for what they did, and I just couldn't believe that they had done, I'm, I, this is, like, I don't mean to, like, make you, like, curious, you know what I mean? You're, like, literally, what did they do? Like, don't worry, that's not the point. The point is, I just, I was really hurt, I was really angry. I let myself be just like unprecedented levels of angry. Okay, like I was, my unchecked rage was like the only thing giving me enough energy to get through the day. Like I could barely focus on anything that I was doing because I just could not stop thinking about it and getting sad about it all over again. It just, basically I did not have the light of Christ with me is what I'm trying to say. I was in a really dark place and I was hurt And I didn't want to be better because I just wanted to, like, wallow in just, like, all my bad vibes, okay? But I was sitting in bed and I was watching YouTube on my phone, okay? And I was planning on just watching it until I wanted to go to sleep. But I kind of got this feeling, I was like, I should write in my journal. Because here's the thing. You have to understand this before I can continue. So I do this. I started doing this thing like a couple years ago that I actually learned in one of my classes because I'm an advertising major and there's this thing called laddering. That's like an advertising research method. Basically what laddering is, it's like L-A-D-D-E-R, ladder, laddering. The goal is to peel back the layers of someone until you get to the core of what they're saying, like a core belief of some kind Um, And then you can, like, use that to advertise to them, basically. So an example of laddering in, like, an advertising sense would be this. So you ask a person, why do you like Tostitos salsa? And then they say, oh, like, because it tastes good, you know? And then you would be like, okay, well, why does it taste good? And they might say something like, well, because it's spicier than other salsas. So then you're like, okay, why is it important to you that it's spicy? And they're like, well, I like my food spicy. And then you say... Why do you like your food spicy? Because otherwise it's boring. Well, why don't, why don't you want your food to be boring? Because food is an exciting part of my day and I like to experiment with it and try new things. Okay. So you've taken them from, I like Tostitos salsa because it tastes good to Food is an important part of my day and it's exciting to me and I like to experiment with it, right? And so that's kind of like taking you from like a really like surface level insight to like a deeper level insight, right? That's more focused on their values and their daily habits and stuff. So I learned this in class and after I learned it, I was like that. I feel like that would be a good tactic to use on myself. So I started to ladder myself in my journal whenever I felt like I had just like a big like mess of difficult and challenging emotions that I could not untangle because sometimes things just like are so like upsetting or like you're having a really hard time with something you like I at least I find myself not even knowing exactly how I feel or why I feel that way. And also how I can stop feeling that way and like what the best course of action to take is, stuff like that. Long story short, I was I got this feeling that I should ladder myself that night. And so I was like, this is kind of random, but whatever. So I, you know, turned off the YouTube video, I got out my journal and I just started laddering myself, like asking myself questions about how I was feeling. You know, like, why am I upset? You know, why does that upset me? Et cetera, et cetera. And going deeper and deeper. And in the past, I've had really good results from this. So I actually would highly recommend doing this. If you ever feel like you have a lot of emotions that you can't figure out, like, what to do with them, do this. It's very helpful. In this case, it actually wasn't. And I was bummed and I was surprised because normally it works. I went through the whole laddering process and I came back to the core of the issue. And I was just kind of like, I don't know what to do with this information now because, Normally, when I ladder myself about something, it comes down to how I'm looking at a situation or that I just need to literally get over something and, like, forget about it or something. Like, it gives me some kind of clarity on what I should do now. But the only conclusion I came to was, like, yeah, I was right. This person hurt me and it was 100% their fault and they were in the wrong. And I was like, yeah, I, like, already knew that. So... I was on like the verge of plunging into despair at this point because I was like, what do I do to make myself feel better? You know? And then randomly this thought popped into my mind. And the thought was literally just, they made a mistake. And suddenly, for some reason, that phrase, which I really think was revelation, like I've, that was like, the light of Christ coming in right when I was immersed in the darkness and suddenly that it just changed everything. I was like, yeah, because, you know, the thing is, did they do something to hurt me? Yeah. Is it entirely their fault? Yeah. Did they apologize sincerely? Not really. All of that is true. And what is also true is that they made a mistake. And I've made mistakes before. And we all make mistakes. and. Making mistakes is a part of being here. It's a part of life. You know, it's a part of the human experience. So, at that point, it it changed things for me. Because it was like, yeah, I'd known they were in the wrong before. But thinking of it as a mistake somehow shifted the whole thing. Because I was like... It almost like... I'm like trying to work through my thoughts here. It almost like inspired me to separate like this person from the actions that had hurt me it's like no matter who a person is we should treat them with love right you can remember what someone has done to you and you can distance yourself from someone you can like let them know that they hurt you and that things aren't going to be the same anymore and you can also be compassionate and kind towards them you know what i mean like those things are not mutually exclusive it helps me to kind of think of it as like an act of service and love. You know what I mean? It's like, what am I going to do face with these circumstances? It's like something did happen to me that was bad, but I get to choose what I do with it. And so I was kind of like, you know what? I had this epiphany. I realized I would rather choose to be Christ-like and just move past it and accept it as a mistake than to be really angry about it forever. Because really the only my anger is only hurting me. It's not doing anything else. And so like, does that mean that things are going to be how they were before like the experience happened? No. But that doesn't mean that I moving forward, I can't be loving and compassionate, even if things are a little bit different now. This was just like, such a crazy experience to me. Maybe it doesn't sound like that crazy to you, but to me, it literally was, like, life-changing because I went from being so angry and just, like, wanting to punish this person and just never wanting to see them or talk to them again and just, just being filled with, like, this darkness, okay, to being like, you know what? I get to choose to have the light of Christ. You know what I'm saying? You get to choose how you react and... I would not have received that revelation without the light of Christ needling its way into my heart, all right? I was mad. I did not have the light of Christ anywhere near me, but because I followed that prompting to journal about my emotions and ladder myself, I was then, like, led to that revelation that shifted my entire perspective on the situation and inspired me to, like, channel the light of Christ into my into my perspective, and into my actions and decisions going forward. So, the light of Christ can come into your life even in the most unexpected times. And I just want to say that, like, even if you are in a place where you do not want the light of Christ, like, like, for example, I did not want to forgive this person at all. I just want to be mad at them literally forever. Even when you feel that way, the light of Christ can still come into your life and can still benefit you, right? And remember to try and channel it, you know? Don't forget about it. If you ever feel like you're in a dark place, look for the light of Christ. And that is what we're going to talk about next, okay? Because there is a talk that I'm going to talk about next. And I heard this talk for the first time when I was a junior in high school, I think. It was a time that I was just I just felt like really bogged down by the world. Um, it was right around the time that I like started showing like actual signs for anxiety and I just like had not figured out how to deal with it yet or like manage it. And so I was often just like kind of struggling with my with the perspective thing, like with the worldview thing. it was hard for me to see above all of the little things that were stressing me out and like manage my perspective right in the middle of this. I heard this talk and it like cured me, okay? I held on to this talk for dear life because it just was really good and it's such a good reminder. And if you ever are feeling just bad about life and not hopeful, please listen to this talk. It's called Brighter and Brighter Until the Perfect Day by Elder Mark A. Bragg, all right? Um, I think it's from one of the 2017 general conferences, although I don't remember which one. So, Basically, this talk is saying that even in the most difficult and darkest of times, there is light and goodness all around us, okay? And I'm going to start with, um, with a quote from the talk, okay? This is the first thing, this is like the first few paragraphs of the talk. That makes it sound longer than it is. It's the first few sentences of the talk, okay? It says, Paul shared a wonderful message of hope with the Corinthians. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. What was the source of Paul's hope? Listen to his explanation. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So I love this opening like part of the talk. Because first of all, I really like the scripture that he cites where he's saying, you know, even when things are difficult and dark, there is light and goodness. Even when we're troubled, we're not distressed. Basically, like he's kind of saying that no matter what your circumstances are, even when you're in bad circumstances, that doesn't mean that you have to be affected by them. You know, like it's the thing that I kind of mentioned earlier. Like it's about you, you get to choose how you react to the things that are happening to you, right? I think that's a really cool idea. Next up, he kind of talks about how Satan wants us to focus on the things that will bring us despair, the darkness. But we know that the Lord promises us in DNC 5024, that which is of God is light. And he that receiveth light and continueth in God receiveth more light. And that light groweth brighter and brighter until the perfect day. There is darkness in the world, yes. There are bad things, there are sad things, there are hard things. And sometimes... It's all we can see, right? And that can be really super mega depressing. But there's also light. And we are literally created to receive light, right? And we're created to receive more and more of it until, you know, the last day when we go back to Heavenly Father. And so we can find the light of Christ all around the world. We just have to look in the right places. There are so many good things going on. There's so much hope in the world. The light of Christ is everywhere. The light of Christ is within us. You know, it's within those around us. We can share it with those around us. We can bring it out in ourselves. Like, there is always light. There's always light. We just need to find it. And in this talk, he suggests three places that we can find light. And they are as follows. The Light of the Church as, like, an organization. The Light of the Gospel. And The Light of Christ, which is kind of like your relationship with Christ personally, okay? And I'm not going to go over this whole talk because you can literally just read the talk. I would really recommend reading it. It's super good. And I have listened to it and read it many, many times, um, especially when I'm feeling down about life. I will share just like the words that he ended with which are may we see the light of Christ in others constantly and help them see it in themselves as we receive that light we will be blessed with more light even until the perfect day when we again see the father of lights our heavenly father I really like the part where he says may we see the light of Christ in others and help them see it in themselves because Finding the light of Christ isn't just about, like, amplifying it in yourself, although it definitely is about that. It's also about helping others see it, too. And I just think that so much of the gospel is not just about us progressing, but about us lifting each other up, you know, and, like, working together. And I think that's why, like, missionary work is so important in this gospel and, you know, why we're given family units, we have families so that we can ideally lift each other up. Granted, that doesn't always happen, but that is why we have them. That's the goal of them, right? In a perfect in a perfect world, families would always lift each other up and help each other progress and become more Christ-like. That just really inspires me. I think that when I read that quote, it makes me want to see the light of Christ in others and help them see it in themselves. And I think that helping others see the light of Christ in themselves is also a great way to help you see the light of Christ in yourself, too. So, that talk's really good. Highly recommend you read it. Next, I want to talk about places that I find the light of Christ. So, aside from the three places that Elder Bragg listed in his talk, I feel like there are literally countless other places that you can find the light of Christ and A lot of them are, you know, like, kind of religious things. A lot of them are not religious things. I think you can find the light of Christ pretty much anywhere if you really look for it. Maybe not, like, anywhere, anywhere, but in a lot, a lot of places, okay? So when I think about places that I find the light of Christ, um, the first thing that comes to mind is music. One way that I can, I've learned to feel the spirit is to set the tone using music Even if it's not, like, a church song or a religious song per se, listening to, I don't know, there's there's even just, like, some pop songs that make me feel the spirit. It just depends on the song, but, like, classical music I really like. Also, film scores I really like. It just really depends on the individual song, but there's so much music out there that really helps me feel the spirit and feel the light of Christ in my life, and there's, you know, a lot of songs, there's some songs where if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling like kind of like dark, you know, I know that I can listen to those songs and it will help me kind of like feel the spirit a little bit more and be just lifted up. So music is definitely an important place where I find the light of Christ. And it's probably one of the places that I find the light of Christ most often outside of like normal things, you know, like church and stuff. Another place that I find the light of Christ is being outside. Even if I'm not like necessarily in nature per se, if I'm just like on a walk through the city or something, going outside and just getting some fresh air always helps me feel the light of Christ, okay? It just gets me out of the house or wherever i am. It helps me kind of like reset my brain a little bit, you know? Um, something about just like walking outside helps me to a remember the world that heavenly father has given us to live in and just be grateful for it. And just kind of like, i don't know, like i said before, it just resets me a little bit and it helps me feel the light of Christ and i can't really explain why, but it it does. And I cannot deny that. So another way that I find the light of Christ is through service. Anytime I help anyone with anything or anytime anyone helps me with something, I feel the light of Christ because if I'm helping someone else, I feel closer to the Savior because I know that I'm doing something that he would want me to do and I feel like I'm coming closer to him and becoming more like him in that action when someone is doing something for me, it makes me feel loved by them and also, like, loved by the Savior and by Heavenly Father and stuff. So, um, service is definitely another way to find the light of Christ. Another way that I feel the light of Christ is something that we talked about last week, which is simplicity. When, When I prioritize only the most important things and I remove kind of like the extra fluff from my life even if it's temporarily even if it's for like a day or an evening you know where I'm just kind of like I'm not gonna do the things that I don't need to do I'm just gonna do the bare minimum and I'm just gonna simplify that helps me feel the light of Christ because it's almost like the only way I can think to explain it is like it's like removing the clouds from the sky you know by removing those distractions and those unnecessary unnecessary I literally can't talk. By removing the distractions and the unnecessarily thing. Oh my gosh. Why am I struggling right now? Am I okay? Okay, we're gonna try that again. When I remove the distractions and the unnecessary, unnecessary things. I don't know why that's so hard for me. For my life, it... It's like it leaves... Ro- I literally lost my train of thought because I'm, like, so bad at saying what I'm saying right now. Okay. Basically, it just leaves room for the important stuff, which is the light of Christ. That's what I was saying. Also, okay, I find the light of Christ in my loved ones, you know? Yeah, I don't, like, kind of enough said, like, the people that I love bring the light of Christ into my life because I love them and they love me. Finally, um, this goes along a little bit with simplicity, but I'd say it's a little bit different, is quiet. When I take time to be quiet, which is not as often as it should be, I feel the light of Christ. It's just like meditating, you know, or kind of just letting yourself, letting yourself sit with yourself and just get to know yourself a little bit better, you know, I feel like sometimes I, like, consume so much media and I'm, like, doing so many things all day that my attention, that my attention is literally consumed by other things 24-7. And so when I sit down with myself on the rare occasions that I do, I feel like I know myself better because I'm, like, listening to my own thoughts instead of listening to, like, someone else's thoughts on a YouTube video or a podcast or something, you know? So, when I am quiet, and also, like, being quiet is one of the textbook ways to receive revelation, okay? And so, I think it's important to incorporate that quiet time into your life. Lastly, something kind of fortuitous happened, because right before I came to record this episode, I randomly opened up the January Leahona, and the, like, main talk in the magazine is by President M. Russell Ballard, and it's called The Light of Life, and it's literally about, like, the light of the Savior. And he talks about, like, giving yourself quiet time to be with the Savior and be with yourself and be able to receive revelation. So I would say that being quiet is really important. And I'm not gonna, like, go over this, this whole article because again you can literally just read it i would recommend it's pretty short and it's pretty good but i will say that i'm gonna read like an excerpt from the very end of it because i really liked it he says at times i become weary in those moments i stop and look at a picture of the savior i think of him in gethsemane and then suddenly i am no longer tired i know in my heart that because he overcame the world darkness is past and the true light now shineth. And I think that's a great thing to end on. If you are ever feeling down, if you're ever feeling like you are in the midst of darkness or anything like that, or even if you're just like feeling pretty normal and you're vibing and you're just chilling, look for the light of Christ, you know, and be a light of Christ and help others around you see the light of Christ in themselves. Because light is all around us all the time and Christ is the light in the life of the world. And everything is good. Everything's good. And light is everywhere. So those are my thoughts this week. I hope you enjoyed. I loved talking with you today. Um, if you haven't already, please follow Green Bananas on social media. My Instagram is at Green Bananas Podcast. And my Twitter is at Green Pod. Also, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I'm not kidding. I would so appreciate it if you did. I would love you forever. And have a wonderful week. You're killing it. You're doing great. And I will see you next week.